Moment Podcast. This is your host, John Delaney, hanging at the hangar with co-founders of Wingman, Randy Ferreira and Pastor Jay Dennis. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning, buddy. Hey, John. It's nice to see your smiling faces today. Right back I at you. I didn't notice that. I like your watch. That's that's sharp. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Do you have a collection of watches? That's Ferrari watch. That's your Ferrari I watch. Few, I have a few. You have a hundred. few. I mean, a few. <laughs> a few. I love watches. Do you have a Watch of the Month Club? Do you, uh, have you ever seen those? Yes, I, I have seen it. Yeah, they're neat. What is, and we talked about that. Uh, I said, yeah. That's what you should have had somebody sign you up for. Yes. That's a gift that keeps on giving. Oh, man. I you know, I used to love watches, and then when I got the Apple Watch, the only thing I have to change on it is the, yes, the band, yeah. And I can put whatever face on it I want, oh, so it's pretty goodness. cool. So, did you put right. your face on it? I've done <laughs> a couple of times. <laughs> put some drool on it too after I fell asleep. <laughs> oh well, we're excited to be with you uh, here in our podcast, and uh, this is the thirty-one lessons from David's mighty men. This is lesson number eight. David's uh, mighty men. David's <laughs> mighty men. This is a great series. Uh, it. It absolutely can be applied to your life. Yes, we're looking way back in the in the Old Testament of the Bible, but this is really good stuff. And so we're excited to have you all joining us. This uh, today is lesson number eight, and it's called "Make a Difference." And uh, we're going to be looking at Second Samuel chapter twenty three, verse eighteen. And Pastor Jay, take it away, brother. Thank you, John. Good morning, Randy. Good morning, How you Jay. doing, buddy? Good, buddy. Good, good. Make a difference. Second Samuel twenty three eighteen. Now Abishai, the brother of Joab, the son of Zariah, was chief of the thirty, and he swung his spear against three hundred and killed them, and had a name as well as the three. The backstory here: Abishai was the chief of David's mighty men, and here is just one man who is filled with God who swung his spear, his lone spear, against 300 enemies and killed them. Killed them all. It's just hard to believe that this happened. One man can make a difference if that man is totally committed to God. What he did encouraged the other men. Mm -hmm. And Billy Graham said it so well. He said, when a brave man takes a stand... The spines of others are often stiffened. <laughs> I love that. Uh, it's so true. Brave actions on the part of one man will define his reputation. People take note, but more importantly, God takes note. Yes. Throughout history, there have been men who they acted alone in doing the right thing. I think about Daniel and Paul and Stephen, the deacon, uh, Elijah and Moses and Abraham, just to name a few, and we could continue to name these. But here's the thing. You may think, okay, I'm just one man. What can I do? Well, I got to tell you, one man can make a huge difference. You know, I was listening, I was on a Zoom call the other night, and um, there was a local election, and there was a Christian running for this seat, and a non-Christian, the Christian won by one vote. Mm, Wow. One one vote. So one person person can make a huge difference. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, God is looking for such men today, guys who... Don't adjust their convictions based on political correctness, which is extremely persuasive today, Mm -hmm. but they take their cues from God alone, just God and God's truth. And like we said, standing alone is difficult. It is. It really is for any of us. But, you know, God does delight to stand with that kind of a man. And we have to be that kind of a man. That's right. And we all need what? 
We need a Sounds wing. Like a song. We need a oh, wingman. Wingman. Wing wingman. We need we a dude need that a... wingman. We need a guy that glass will of stand. lemonade. Oh no, <laughs> a wingman. A wingman. <laughs> wing we need a wingman. Yep. And Paul said, "If God be for us, who can be against us?" I'm sure yeah. you've heard that's Romans eight thirty one. And you know, when you really unpack that, you know, think about it. If yeah. God's on your side, what do you got to worry about? <laughs> right. right. That's I mean, it. Creator of the universe. And, and if He's not. Yeah, then look out. <laughs> you can have look everybody out. else on your side, but if God's not on That's your side, right. you know, who can be for you? That's right. And it, it you know, goes back to like, where are we trying to please people? Right. Because people are going to get mad at us anyway. They will. However, if we choose to please God, and God is with us, and it doesn't matter who else is against us. It's true. Bottom line, you know, so um, it, it's, we have to be able to stand firm in our faith. We have to be able to stand up. Now more than ever, as we talked about in a couple of earlier sessions, mm-hmm. I think that Christianity is at an all-time high for being uh, attacked. Yes. Yeah. And it's getting, it's not getting better, it's getting no. worse. And, you know, not that we want to fight, fist fight or anything of that nature, right. that time I'm sure will come as well. Right. But we still have to, through standing up, standing firm, taking a position for God and our convictions is the way we do that. That's right. And God is looking for men to do that because what th- what that does is that it, like you said earlier, mm-hmm. it encourages other men. It does. And their walk will get stronger as a result of that. Mm-hmm. They'll get closer to God because they've seen you take a stand or me right. take a stand for something that really matters for God. I tell you, it's going to come down to a a choice. And the choice is simple. Now, living out the choice may be not so simple and, and, and maybe not even safe. But you either have to choose God's side or choose the side of the world. Mm-hmm. And as you said, brother, that's becoming increasingly evident every single yes. day. And I know a lot of guys who say, well, I just don't want to rock the boat. Well, guys, we, we need to rock the boat. We have we to, to rock, rock the boat. I, I mean, it's time to, to come, take a yeah. stand. We become too complacent, then all of a sudden, it's it, it goes back to uh, the days of Hitler. If you And I'm sure there was, there's plenty of examples sure. before that, but where a society became complacent as the bad continued to grow, even right. though, oh, well, this is, this is really for the benefit of everybody. That's right. And then all of a sudden we're behind an eight ball. We realize we're being attacked every day. That's mm-hmm. right. You know, Paul says, overcome evil with good, but for good to overcome, good has to be out there. I'm sure. And, and good needs a representative. Yes. And guys, we're saying you're the one who can be the representative in your world to take a stand for God. Yeah. What was that? When good when good men do nothing. I'm trying to remember. Was it Thomas right. Paine? It was uh, Burke. It, yeah. uh, Burke said that. Burke uh, said that. Okay. Yeah. It was a quote in a Thomas Paine book that I, that I read. That exactly. Yes. So we're going to give you five lessons about making a difference, and, and and this will help all of us as we go forward. But let's let's talk about these five things. Number one. Determine that you will be committed to Jesus Christ regardless of whether anyone else is or not. That's a key. Even if it means standing alone, you are willing to do so. Right. You may be the only Christian on your job. Hmm. You may be one of the only Christians in your classroom. You may be the only Christian in your neighborhood. You are salt and you are light, and God has placed you there for a reason and a purpose. 
and that is to shine for him and and to demonstrate the love of God in practical ways. If we do that everywhere we go, we're going to make a difference for God. One of the things that I, I love is when someone will say to me, I, I like your energy. You know, or I like your, you know, your one lady said, uh, I like your light. And I'm going, and I'm not boasting about me. I'm just saying people notice when sure you're they different. Do. They yeah. notice. Yeah. They they will notice. Yeah. You've got a um, a greeting on your voicemail. People notice mm-hmm. when you, I mean, they, they, it, they pause and they think about what you're saying. They do. In that greeting. Yeah, I've had hundreds, I mean, literally hundreds of people tell me that after they'll leave a message, later on, I'll call them back and they go, oh, by the way, before we start, just wanted to say, I really loved your voicemail and it really touched me today. It's awesome. <clears throat> yeah. And and the other thing is that, you know, a lot of people, I think, are scared to live out their faith at work. Mm-hmm. And being a, a Christian businessman, I found out early on when I became a Christian, at that time, I was still working for others currently have our own business, but was working for others. And, you know, we can't be belligerent, we can't be obnoxious, but we have to be able to stand firm. And if something happens at your job that you're not in agreement with doing it because right. it goes against God's, you know, if it's unethical or That's behavior, right. you have to take that stand, not say, oh, I can't do that because I'll get fired. Well, guess what? If you get fired for doing something that's honoring God, mm-hmm. God's going to find you another job. He that's will. right. A bigger and better job. That's right. He will always take care of you. That's right. And I found that as a personal uh, example throughout my career. And once I had my own company, there were still lots of things that during a big deal, mm-hmm. something would come up. And no, I'm not going to do that. Well, why not? Well, because it's just it's not it's not the right thing to do for Good this for or for you. that. And you know, you risk losing a deal, but. Hey, God will bring you another one. And God has blessed you, brother. And he has. As a result of those convictions. But we can do that at our workplace, in our neighborhood. Oh, if I do that, my neighbor's going to think I'm a nut. Okay. Okay. Who cares? Exactly. I had a nut neighbor growing up. I was like, I think (laughs) we're a nut. That's a nice Christian thing to say, John. (laughs) It was a nut. (laughs) (laughs) What a guy. Okay. Turn his microphone out of some beer. This was when I was a kid. John, microphone three. This was when I was a kid. It was when I was a kid. The next door neighbor was, he scared me. He was a nut. I think it was my dad that said that. He's just a nut. Okay. Oh, boy. Uh, oh, no. Kind of sums it up. Right. Number yeah. two, remember God plus one equals a majority. Every time, make sure you're on God's side. If you were on God's side, he will be on your side every right. single time. So just do it God's way. Number three, the fellowship you will have with the Heavenly Father when you determine to stand alone, if necessary, is so much better than having hundreds, even thousands of people applauding you for pleasing them. Yeah. And then I love this quote. Uh, it, it is so powerful. Listen to this from Hudson Taylor. He was a missionary years ago. He said, depend on it. God's work done in God's way will never lack God's supply. 
He is too wise a God to frustrate his purposes for lack of funds, and he can just as easily supply them ahead of time as afterwards, and he much prefers doing so. I love that quote. It is the same with using God's weapons. When you use God's weapons, when you use God's tools, he multiplies their effectiveness over the weapons of the world, the flesh, and the devil. Just look at how one man here took on 300 Philistines and with a club defeated every one of them. Uh, God delights in helping you and supplying what you need to take your stand. 100%. And there's no way he did that without God's supernatural help because he was taking a stand for his king, David, who was a godly man. That's right. And number five, strive to be a man with the reputation that you will do the right thing regardless of the cost. People need to know that that's the kind of guy you are. Yeah. They, no matter what, when you're, you're on, you know, you're above reproach, you're going to do the right thing, you know, and you got to be a man who's seen as a difference maker. Right. Who, who, uh, who, wherever God puts you, you will make that difference regardless of where you are or what you're doing. That's and that's right. some of the stuff we've been talking about with work and your neighborhood. You're mm-hmm. going to do the right thing in accordance with the honoring God and everything that you do. That's right. So in conclusion of our five, let me read this little this story we have uh, that sums things up. Early 20th century London newspaper ad by famous South Pole, Ex- South Pole explorer Sir Ernest Shackleton. Men wanted for hazardous journey. Small wages, bitter cold, long months of complete darkness, constant danger, safe return, doubtful. The response was so overwhelming that Shackleton wrote later, it seemed as though all the men in Great Britain were (laughs) determined to accompany us. How many have the courage and are just waiting for the opportunity in a leader with a vision? Amen. And the key there is vision. That's it. A leader and a vision. Yeah, Having have a, a leader vision. with a vision and people will follow you like the Pied Piper. I, they, they will. And I believe in our society, guys, men, Christian men are waiting for that. Yeah. They, they are looking for somebody who will say, okay, let's do this. Stand up and take a stand. That's right. That's exactly right. And that's almost like what we're talking about in the fall and in, in when election time rolls around. Exactly. You know, standing in the gap, literally standing yeah. in the gap. I mean, Promise Keepers did it so so many years ago. Right. It's time to do it again. You know, what what was going on in the world in nineteen ninety six when that happened right. is it's a hundred times worse. And a hundred times crazy right now. It is. And so that's why good men need to stand up. And that provides us the atmosphere that we need to be lights and salt. Yeah, absolutely. We really do. Yeah. Well, guys, uh, we like to end this with a prayer, and we encourage you to pray something like this. Lord, I'm only one man, but I believe with your presence and power, I can make an eternally significant difference in my world. Help me to do that, beginning with my family friends, and workplace. Be a man, take a stand, do the right thing, and other people will 
join you. They will. Amen. They will. We love that you listen to our podcast, and I hope you'll share this with someone else and uh, encourage them to listen as well. We at Wingman Nation have so many exciting things going on and upcoming things that in later podcasts we'll be talking to you about more specifically. But until next time, Wingman out. <laughs>